Hi, Hi everyone. everyone. I'm Manya. And I'm Natasha. And this is Avocados. Avocados. And our topic for today is about the death penalty. Yeah, so the people who follow us would know that we recently did a poll on our Instagram asking yep. if people preferred uh, information over personality or like what they exactly valued more. And we basically got like a 50-50 response. So we're trying to tweak our content according to like what you guys like. So we're going to start off by not just like diving into the topic like we usually do. So we'll talk about, we'll update all of you about what has happened to us the past. <laughs> what has happened to us? We sound like victims. <laughs> um, recently we had our CTs. Common test. Yeah, common test. So it's like a mini exam that junior college gives us. And it went horribly. I mean, I would say that it's a wake-up call. <laughs> it's a wake-up call. It's a very nice way to sugarcoat it. That's what my math We're teacher gonna said. Okay. Yeah, so our CTs happened and they went really bad. Um, we're supposed okay. to find comfort in the fact that that's quite a... wake-up a- call. <laughs> We're supposed to find comfort in the fact that the first exam that most junior college students go through are supposed to be hard. Yeah, people score U grades, so in Which Singapore, is like a fail. Since it's like 30%. Mm-hmm. But like a pass is 45%. Really? You didn't know? Yeah, it's 45 So I think I would like to think that a pass for me is not a failure. Okay, whatever you say, not. Anyways, yeah. we are also part of the Students' Council. Oh, yeah. We we went through a lot of interviews. Actually, not a lot. You went through a lot of interviews. Yeah, because I was, like, trying to get into the president, vice president position. Natty's making fun of me because I only made it to vice president. No, I'm making fun of you because you wanted to be VP. I would never. Oh, yeah. Natasha's just house bit. captain. I think it's not just house captain. <laughs> is the house captain. <laughs> the house captain. Yeah. So in our JC, there's like different houses that all the students are allocated mm-hmm, like yeah. in the cohort. So there's like five houses that every single student, each oh. of them is allocated to one house basically. And Natasha's in charge of one of the houses. So yeah. she's like happy. hyping them up. Yeah. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, back to the actual topic, yeah. um, the death penalty. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start off by talking about how we actually came up with the topic, which was uh, during trial for drug trafficking that we watched. Mm-hmm. At the Supreme Court, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, so the guy was like smuggling meth and some other stuff in grocery mm-hmm. bags. So he was crossing the border from uh, Malaysia to Singapore when one of the officers uh, decided to investigate the grocery bags. Mm-hmm. And he shook one of the cereal boxes or something. He was like, hmm, that doesn't sound like... <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like cornflakes, sir. <laughs> so they, like, checked his stuff. I would say the trial was pretty traumatizing because the guy was standing right there, like, the guy who trafficked it. Yeah, yeah. And for those of you who don't know, um, trafficking drugs actually has, like, the death penalty in Singapore. Yeah. And we were, like, really freaked out. Like, we didn't know we were watching a drug trafficking case when we walked in. <laughs> I mean, so... we were shocked. I mean, I didn't think... You said we will. You think that there's a possibility we could have been staring at a dead man. At yeah, that exactly. Time. Like we were like, are we looking at someone who's gonna be like subject to the <laughs> death penalty? <laughs> but what was even worse is like I remember we saw their family members. I think oh, they were yeah. all there. I don't know if they were crying. Were they crying? No, they weren't crying. I feel like. I feel like you have 
oh yeah there's certain procedures you have to maintain in court really like i think they get briefed about like you cannot have like emotional outbursts in court oh really yeah so maybe they were just like that's so like weird like hey i know your family members are gonna (laughs) die but like don't cry about it in court (laughs) like that's so but we have seen people cry in court though i think yeah but like in state courts state courts yeah that's true not in the supreme court but anyways the reason why we were confused was because like he didn't get the death penalty i think so there's two criteria this in singapore there's two very narrow criteria you have to meet Mm -hmm. if you're facing a death penalty then you have to have both of these criteria where you are only transporting the drugs yeah and you have to have either a low iq or some type of mental disability like okay, really so I guess like he fit one of the criteria then? He has to fit both of them, so he fit both of the criteria. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, for Singapore, I think, how is the death penalty carried out? Uh, for Singapore, like, they hang them basically at dawn every Friday. Oh, not every Friday, but on a Friday. Yeah, well, that's just how Singapore does it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, oh. <laughs> other countries have more interesting ways of... Of executing people. Exactly. Saudi Arabia. What do they do? So, I think a lot of people... I didn't actually know about this until I researched it. But there was an uh, 81 mass people killing in Saudi Arabia where like the government or the prosecutor, whoever, Mm -hmm. executes the people by like mass beheading them. What? Yeah. 81 people. What do you mean? Like 81 people get beheaded? Yeah, in public by a sword. Like one by one? I'm guess. I don't think the video is online, but I'm guess <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but I'm guess uh, I'm not sure. I don't think they obviously did all eighty one at the same time, but I think it was like probably one at a time. All yeah, I know is that it was public and yeah, beheading in Saudi Arabia. They do it by beheading. Okay, what about the other countries? I know. Um, oh, Saudi Arabia, and there are actually other countries. I think Japan may do it on a few occasions where the military is involved. Um, they execute them by firing squad. So I didn't know what firing squad... firing squad? squad? Yeah, I didn't know what firing squad was. And then I watched a video about it. Uh-huh. You watched someone get executed by firing squad? I thought... If, I saw firing... Did squ- you seriously watch them? I thought firing squad was, like, something about... I thought they would, like, get shot by, yeah. like, someone. But no, it's, like, a group of people. Just shoot at you? Just shoot at you. And you watch that? I would say that I looked away partially. <laughs> partially? Yeah. Okay, interesting. But in Singapore, um, I guess the more ethical way is obviously by lethal. hanging. Oh, lethal, yeah, lethal injection, but some countries do hanging because there's times where like the people give them a smaller dose than usual and they just foam at the mouth and they don't die for like 30 minutes are you serious how can you not be given a proper dose isn't there like a doctor involved i'm pretty sure there is but maybe some countries are standardized and i guess it can also vary on based on people's body mass and other calculations they have to do based on the person so um or maybe it's just mistakes that they make but i know that there are times where people they get a smaller dose and then they don't die instantly interesting wow But hanging is can be even worse because if they don't calculate like the height correctly yeah. when they let go of the or when they jump yeah or fall through the trap door it would just they would just hang there and kind of have like this bent neck 
and kind of suffocate for a really long time. Oh they won't suffocate God. within like minutes. Yikes. Yeah. I mean, I know Natasha and I are laughing a lot at these execution <laughs> methods, but it's just a coping mechanism. It's a coping mechanism for something great. Yeah, I so. know. This is actually so horrific. We're, we also wanted to like give a segment of our podcast to a death penalty case that is currently like oh happening yeah. yeah so we actually have this man in singapore who trafficked drugs mm-hmm. and is now going to get the death penalty yeah uh he's the malaysian drug trafficker right mm-hmm. uh so i heard that he smuggled around like 43 grams of heroin yeah the maximum i think in singapore is 15 grams yeah of heroin that you can bring in but what's interesting is that his lawyer said how he got a psychiatric psychiatric assessment mm-hmm. and his IQ is like 69, oh. which is very low and is technically considered like as one of the criteria so that he gets only life imprisonment. On top of that, he said he was only like the carrier. Of yeah, the drugs, exactly. Only so transported. One thing that people don't understand about the death penalty in Singapore is why they... Um, try and execute drug traffickers because they're not really like going for the root of the problem they're just like um, targeting like drug mules yeah and another thing about the case more than a hundred thousand people signed the petition against his execution oh and like a lot of like clemency petitions were submitted to our president who's Hamila Yaakov despite this his execution was still going to take place like um the president actually received all these things but they also issued a statement that like the death penalty will still stand oh i see yeah and we got all this information from uh an instagram account wake up singapore Mm -hmm. i think they're advocating very hard about this so i think you guys can definitely check out their account if you want to learn more there was a protest yesterday so there was actually a protest against like the death of this man a lot of people attended. There were like very famous poets like Alfian Sat going, and um, I think a PAP member was also there. A he PAP tried to... member was yeah, also... yeah. So one of our friends actually attended this po- uh, protest. Oh, he said Mothership was also there, right? Oh yeah, Mothership. I think they interviewed him. <laughs> He's yeah. gonna be famous. Exactly. Yeah. So um, his, as we are recording, this man's execution is scheduled for tomorrow. Oh, yeah, by the time of this recording. And he'll probably be dead. Yeah. When this thing is released. I mean, I feel it's, it's so, it's kind of amazing how, like, finally Singaporeans are, like, really speaking up on this issue. Yeah, no, like, a lot of people were like, why are you still advocating on this? I saw in the comments. Yeah. Like, why are you still advocating for this if this guy's just gonna die anyway? I feel like it's not just about this case. It's about the death penalty in general. Like, maybe if we have, like, more people talking about this issue then it would be like a higher likelihood of the death penalty maybe not targeting these um drug traffickers or just being removed Mm -hmm. i think there's also like seven other inmates that are pending on whether or not they're actually going to get the death penalty so i guess this gives them you know some type of hope because those people may not be able to fight for those seven inmates some of them are not named yet yeah yeah, I think, like, um, during COVID, they weren't able to, like, um, carry out many executions. Yeah, um, there was, like, a backlog of cases, and yeah. they tried to clear it by prosecuting even more people. It's such a clinical way to, like, deal with <laughs> like, They're just, like, 
Yeah, no, we just need to clear this out. Yeah, too many prisoners just kill all of them. Yeah, no, it's... I don't know. A lot of people are very against it. Mm. And uh, speaking about people against it, we actually posted on our Instagram Mm -hmm. a poll on whether people supported the death penalty. And we got, like, a few responses, but we wanted to give the spotlight to two of them who really, like, put their heart into the response. Mm. Um, So... We had the poll and we also asked people to DM us to get featured. And so one of them was Alex. She said no to supporting the death penalty. And this is what she said. I think I'm neutral. It pretty much depends on the case. I mean, if a person murdered someone that isn't for their own safety, death penalty may be involved. It also spreads awareness to those around that some crime will lead to the death penalty. So it should reduce the rate of crime. On the other hand, what do you gain from it? Yes, it does warn people and should reduce the rate of certain crimes. But when you kill that person, what do you get from that? The criminal may even support the country's growth, spending money in the country. Imagining the criminal is a murderer. What does the family of the victim get apart from the indescribable feeling that you know someone that killed your family has died? You may get money if you win the case, but you still can't bring back the dead. I think that it is reasonable in some cases to bring back the death penalty. So she did mention that in some cases it's reason- reasonable to have the death penalty. Mm-hmm. But I would think, you know, uh, murder, um, a lot of people do feel that like murder, especially because like an eye for an eye, mm-hmm. you should get the death penalty. But I think like um, she, the main point that she had, which I think was really that I really support, mm-hmm. is that what do you really gain out of it? Um, yeah. In, at the end of the day, you're not really solving any issue at hand. You're just feeling as though this person deserves punishment for what they did rather than rehabilitation but i feel like if you're taking someone who's like a murderer off the streets you're also preventing from people like who may also get their family members murdered from that person yeah but i think life imprisonment will already yeah it's a better solution than just killing them yeah like not life imprisonment like actual life imprisonment yeah like so that's basically like three to four life imprisonment yeah no so like if they if they're just like kept in prison instead and i feel like if you're alive and you're suffering in prison... It's much more like... <laughs> uh, definitely will show that there's some change that's going to happen. I mean, like, I feel like that's a, a worse punishment. Yeah, that's true. Rather than just kind of dying from You kind of just, like, wallow and, like, re- regret what you've done. Or yeah. if you... Unless you're, like, a sociopath or, like, a psychopath. Yeah. I feel like you'll be sitting there in prison, like, damn, I really shouldn't have done this. I would be at least having a better life if they don't regret killing the person. Yeah, that's true. At least they kind of finally feel some type of regret for what they're doing. Yeah. But I guess she makes sense. It makes sense if, like you said, like they're like really like a psychopath or sociopath, where even when they're in prison, they still like want to hurt other inmates or they still want to continue like their killing spree, Mm -hmm. no matter what. Then maybe the death penalty in that scenario. But I still think like everyone kind of deserves a chance at the end of the day to type of rehabilitate themselves. Yeah. Or find subtype of treatment that they can get yeah no and i really like as you said the point that like you don't really gain anything from having like the person who murdered your family die i feel like once one of your family members has died make you understand the feeling more yeah of like killing somebody else who has a family yeah especially inmates who have family who have family members wives children yeah i feel like even the victim's family would kind of feel for them like okay i know the feeling of having a, lo- a loved one yeah. be killed 
imagine what the family of the offender must have been feeling. Exactly. And I think I also saw like I I saw this article or something a video mm-hmm. on this man who actually shot this woman and almost killed her. However, he was like very young. I think he was 13 at the time. Oh. Okay. And so like while he was in prison, mm-hmm. he was actually like in touch with the lady that he shot. Like she was able to sympathize with him. Oh, did they become like friends or something? Yeah, I think like when he came out of like prison, mm-hmm. he had spent like most of his life in prison, and then mm-hmm. when he came out, like the woman was actually like very close with him. Like they had a very good relationship because she understood that um, he was very young. Oh, well, that's that's a very wholesome story. I guess I've never heard of that. Yeah, I guess that like there are many like different factors that affect the mentality of these people who commit these crimes as well. Mm-hmm. Like there's actually this theory mm-hmm. that like um, it's not the people themselves who are bad, but it's like everybody who affects you. Oh, and I did hear about this thing where uh, one of my friends kind of told me how we grow up based on our like destiny. Like we have a destiny that we have to fulfill. Mm-hmm. So technically, all humans don't have like this sort of free will. So it's a really huge debate especially in religion. Like I always see everyone bring up this issue on whether humans actually have free will and if the true nature of human beings are to actually kill, commit crimes and so on. So should people be punished for something that they can't really control? Yeah. Like um it basically is um a theory on the fact that you're not really you. It's the people around you who affect who you are and every like um stage of your life that you're at you can't control like what you're going to do next basically exactly like anything that happens to you is like you're very codependent on other people and that really affects like the way that you turn out mhm i mean i think it's really philosophical but i can honestly understand how cuz you hear about people who commit such heinous crimes and you think like what's the reason behind it mm-hmm. and oftentimes there is no like easy reason that you can look at it's really just about factors that cause that person to commit that yeah uh, i mean that's if like you believe that kind of stuff i do know some people that believe that yeah like people are just born evil stuff like that oh there's no free will that type of thing yeah exactly and we also got another response from tanvi who said mm-hmm. i don't support death penalty No one in this world has the right to take someone's life. These capital punishments are all just introducing a culture of violence. Serious crimes are something humans are used to. They've been happening for eras. There were definitely death penalties at that time. What did anyone gain from it? Did it change someone's mindset against serious crimes? Even if capital punishments are being used to idealize a better place, who are we? Of course, we can and we should make use of goodness to make this world a better place. But capital punishments in no way can contribute to even 0.1% of that goodness. I believe that the best punishment someone could get for their heinous crimes is guilt. Because a matter of fact is that no one can change the past. Besides, law of karma definitely exists and will definitely hit them back with their actions. Oh, wow. Actually, that was really well phrased. But she mentioned about how capital punishment doesn't even like affect 0.01 or 0.1% of the goodness yeah. in the world. I think it really makes sense because in Singapore, you know how they always use that argument about how the death penalty is a deterrent and it makes sure that it makes sure that the good of society is like maintained. Yeah. But what's what I find is that yes, maybe the death penalty is like related to 
um, having it, it may sound related to having low crime rate but it doesn't really cause low crime rate I know that the death penalty was put into place in like the 1990s right and they say that ever since the 1990s crime rate has always gone down mm-hmm. but there's so many factors that happened in the 1990s people became way more educated there was way more policemen more cameras all around Singapore yeah so I think her especially that argument that she mentioned makes a lot of sense especially in Singapore's context yeah but she did mention as well like about love karma and like yeah i feel like a lot of people's opinions on the death penalty um as they do in many laws it really depends on the person's beliefs that's true um like she talks about like who are we to like decide if people die or like um law of karma stuff like that Mm -hmm. so i feel like a lot of people they generally think that the death penalty shouldn't be a thing because oh yeah only god can decide who can die oh okay yeah, so, like, we shouldn't, like, sort of push ourselves to the status that, like, we can decide who gets to live and who can die. Like, it's a very egotistical, like, mindset like, that you can have. another human being can decide whether another human being should survive. Yeah, so people are saying, like, um, that's basically, like, God's right. But another contradicting factor is, like, let's say this is, like, a trial for murder. Uh what happens then because somebody killed another person and then you're killing the person so somebody didn't obey this law that like only god can decide who dies and so do you punish them at that point because they're violating that that's true but i think like the death penalty is way too much of a harsh punishment life imprisonment should have already punished him for what he did yeah i suppose it's like i don't know i feel like if you're killing the person as well you also like it's like an establishing oh so it's like this like mindset that you can decide who can live it's better to like stop it oh yes but then again i feel like there's like a very good reason for singapore just like having the death penalty in the first place um a lot of the people who commented on like um the malaysian drug trafficker who's going to get the death penalty Mm -hmm. some of the comments on wake up sg we were looking at them and um a lot of people were saying that um, maybe we can't stop the death penalty now because that would require us stopping the death penalty for all the upcoming cases that mm-hmm. have been sentenced that. Mm-hmm. So if you start it now, then it's going to like, you're going to have to apply the same standard to everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be difficult. And like another thing is that a lot of people pride like Singapore's safety. Yeah, that's true. In like the strict laws that it has. For some of you who aren't from Singapore, you would you wouldn't know that even chewing gum is illegal here. Yeah, you can't chew gum. I mean, you can't be a gum dealer. <laughs> you can't be a dumb gum dealer. Yeah, exactly. You can't so you be can't on like, the streets. Yeah, so. you can't be in like the dark alleyways selling gum. You know, <laughs> you'll Dead. get arrested or something. Oh, like, even littering. There's a very huge fine you have to pay just for littering. That's and you also can't eat and drink on public transport. Yeah. can't bring durian on public transport There's i mean that's a good thing i don't like durian <laughs> okay but anyway <laughs> just being honest <laughs> but like anyways so many people attest like the safety in singapore to the fact that um the the laws are very strict yeah we need to uphold that and yeah, i exactly. think even pap i think the only reason that pap doesn't abolish the death penalties because it shows that maybe their laws can be like changed 
which shows some type of leniency in Singapore's constitution. Oh, that's so, a good point. So I think probably changing it now after like so, so many long, years, yeah, yeah, decades, then it kind of shows that Singapore's constitution isn't as strong concrete. as concrete. Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. So like, um, Singapore's environment obviously is very safe. Like you can just leave like your valuables around and you can trust that nobody will steal it you can walk around at night women can walk around at night mm-hmm. all these things because of singapore's strict laws yeah so i would say that that's one of the reasons why people think that the death penalty should be upheld because i guess it has been contrib- i mean i still don't think it has contributed to singapore's safety that largely as they say it has because yeah. i think the crime drop has just happened for a lot more reasons but I think because people think it's related, and a lot of people actually don't really know um, what the death penalty is actually like about. Some people think that the death penalty may even be like a life sentence. Oh. Um, so there was this one survey. Uh, so Mr. Shanrugam, one of the ministers, he said that a majority of Singapore still agree with having the death penalty, so therefore we should keep it. But right. you know, there was this one NUS like um, survey that was done in Singapore, more than 60% of the people in Singapore or almost 50% of the people in Singapore don't actually know what the death penalty is about, what it constitutes. Mm-hmm. And most of them also said that they should have the death penalty. Oh. So there's a correlation between how they don't know what the death penalty is about, therefore they're just agreeing with it based on the argument that is very well known that it's a strong deterrence. So do you think that people are like blindly trusting the government? Uh, maybe they just don't understand the consequence that the death penalty has. Probably not really blindly trusting the government, but just not doing their own research. Right. Yeah. Because okay. I think uh, PAP does give up a lot of good things about how there shouldn't be leniency in the laws and everything. Yeah. But in terms of like someone's life being at hand and how maybe even innocent people could get hanged because, you know, in court, no matter how good your burden of proof is, or even if you prove something is to an unreasonable doubt, there can always be mistakes in the system. Right. Especially since Singapore doesn't have a jury. Like, it's just one person that decides. So the decision of one person costs the life of another. You don't know how important that decision, how right that decision has to be. Yeah. If they prosecute an innocent man or a man that actually doesn't need the death penalty and can just apply for life imprisonment yeah then it's such a huge waste of someone's life yeah totally. over just having stricter laws yeah and i think mm-hmm. there are also like many other arguments that people gave to supporting the death penalty oh yeah so that we actually saw in, like the comments of the post from wake up sg yeah um there's like support and like people who don't support the people who support say actually very interesting points uh one person was talking about how like uh since drug trafficking is like a given like drug trafficking is a given death sentence Mm -hmm. and sex offenders because in singapore it's very common that sex offenders get off at like a very low sentence and barely even get jailed sometimes yeah yeah and they don't even get this much of a strict punishment and the victims themselves are still living uh have gone through like so much pain and suffering yeah. and trauma oh. and sometimes drug trafficking may not even reach past the borders they could stop them like the malaysian guy stopped them yeah. at the border it didn't even reach to singaporeans yet yeah so there's technically no victims yet mm-hmm. but sex offenders victims are still like trying to recover from their experiences and everything yeah, yeah totally and 
I think that's a really big point because like there's what I feel like a very like injustice that's kind of being done here. Yeah, I feel like most of the crimes that we see are like sexual crimes in Singapore. Like if you follow yeah. like mothership and stuff like that, you notice that like ninety percent of the crimes that are currently occurring, they're all like assault, rape, etc. Exactly. They're yeah. all like crimes of like lust, basically. Mm-hmm. And we see them get, like, really small sentences. And then suddenly there's a death penalty for just trafficking drugs. Yeah, and it may not even reach, like, uh, drug abuses yet. And there may not be any victims at all because they stopped them. Totally. But I feel like that has to do with more, like, disproportionate punishment for sexual offenses than, like, harsh punishment for drug trafficking. Mm, That's true. Also, you know how we were talking about how, like, people shouldn't focus on this one guy that's mm-hmm. gonna get hanged anyway, no matter how hard they protest? Yeah. So there were actually, like, a few people in the comments who said the exact same thing that were, like, if you are focusing too much on this one person, ignoring all the people who are, like, pending appeals, Oh yeah. those are the people you can actually help with the protest. Yeah, so more publicity to be should be drawn to them. Yeah, and they can feel like more open about trying to like to uh, trying to plead their case because I feel like a lot of inmates that are pending like appeals feel like um, they can't even get that at least. Right. So and what's even worse, I was researching a bit more, and I think one person in the comments of like the Wake Up SG post did say this, um, where we don't some people don't even know like or. Uh, every single person that gets like prosecuted in Singapore. Right. So there was this one activist that basically called up the court and like keeps account mm-hmm. on the death penalties or when the death penalties are being like done. Yeah. Each month like every Friday. Mm-hmm. And one of his like one of the person that he, this activist was kind of like advocating for, his like sentence was on a Friday and there was another one that was also scheduled. On that Friday. Oh. And then he called the court and was like, um, can I know like information about this other person that's getting prosecuted that Friday? Yeah. And the court was like, We cannot give you that information. And his count at the end of like the that year mm-hmm. or around that month was maybe probably a year, was about like eight or nine. Yeah. And PAP released the statistics of people who got the death penalty that year, which was like thirteen. Oh. So there's like five five, six people that we don't know like who their names are. Also, it's gonna be hard to like um, draw publicity to them, right? And, like, yeah, because you don't know who exactly is getting the death penalty each time. I feel like that information is only in statistics, and they don't even reveal anything about them. Yeah. So I think that's also a huge. That's also a huge reason why we shouldn't have the death penalty. Yeah. If you're not publicizing who is getting the death penalty, if people don't know, then it just really makes it more likely that innocent people are getting hanged in Singapore. Yeah. No. So I feel like for the death penalty as a whole, there are like many reasons why we shouldn't have them, of course. But mm-hmm. sometimes it only takes like one big reason, the safety that Singaporeans feel in general, just to like keep things status quo. And it's very hard mm-hmm. to deviate from status quo as well. Yeah. So I guess we understand why our country still has the death penalty. But mm-hmm. maybe if society, if society reflects more people not supporting the death penalty... Because I feel Mm -hmm. like laws should always be, like, a reflection of what society thinks. Mm -hmm. So if PAP does decide to have, like, a survey or something, I hope that it will reflect what society needs. Yeah, I just hope there's more transparency 
on how they on how and who gets executed and specifically on how the cases are being handled yeah i feel like especially having a jury would make that much easier but yeah i know so yeah i think that's all the time that we have for today you guys can let us know your thoughts on the death penalty can email us Um, the email will be there in our podcast description and you can also follow us on instagram at abogados avocados be sure to subscribe to our spotify Mm -hmm. and we'll see you guys in the next episode Bye bye bye